Do you know how to leave room for the Holy Spirit? And no, I don't mean at a middle school dance. I'm talking about in your life and in particular with your finances. If that's a skill you want to grow in, keep listening. This week on The Catholic Money Show, we are diving into one of my favorite spiritual classics. It's a goodie. I think I've read this book at least a dozen times, but then it has this weird way of feeling new almost every time you read it because you're in a different space. You're in a different place of in your relationship with God or your formation. Would you agree with me, John? I would agree with you that you've probably read this book a dozen <laughs> times. Have you never read it more than I've once? I've read this book at most one time. Oh, okay. And I've just been <laughs> quoting it at you for, for over a decade <laughs> that I thought you had read Maybe it. Maybe that counts as a second time. You know, I think that that shows up in our personalities too. If there is a movie that I love, I want to watch it every year again. or two. I want to see it again. And you're kind of a one and done. You want to see it? I like to go back to. Right. But, but most, for the most part, for movie night, you want something new. You want something fresh. And I want to keep going back to the old stuff. Same with when we go out to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I order the tried and true classic that I have been ordering for 15 years. I want to get something new. I want the variety pack. I want all these different things. So I think it'll be very good for me today <laughs> to maybe let's go back to something. I'm maybe familiar. <laughs> you Hopefully at familiar. Uh, and, and let's Plumb the depths of it a little bit more to uh, get some more out of it. Mm. So the spiritual classic that I'm referring to is a teeny tiny little book called Searching for and Maintaining Peace. It's by Father Jacques Philippe. And um, he has a variety of these small books Mm -hmm. that are very digestible, easy reads. You could do them in an afternoon. Small in size. Yes. But rich. In yes. content and mm-hmm, in insights mm-hmm. and in spiritual fruit. Yeah, it's not an intimidating book. You're not walking up to the interior castle. You're not sitting down with a 500 page um, tome treatise. You know, it's not the Summa. So it's there, but they're packed with, with really good stuff. And today I'm going to read a paragraph that I've read many times. And maybe, John, you haven't don't remember reading. And we're going to talk about how it applies to finances. And in particular, what we are about to do with um, embarking on the adoption journey number Mm. four for the text fam. So I'm going to read this and then we are going to have a discussion around it. Let's do it. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm going to read this. It's, it's not a super lengthy, but it's not short. So we're medium here. All right, here we go. I'm going to dive in. Our difficulty in believing in providence, the first obstacle is that as long as we have not experienced concretely the fidelity of divine providence to provide for our essential needs, we have difficulty believing in it and we abandon it. We have hard heads. The words of Jesus do not suffice for us. We want to see at least a little in order to believe. Well, we do not see it in operating around us in a clear manner. How then are we to experience it? It is important to know one thing. We cannot experience this support from God unless we leave him the necessary space in which he can express himself. I would like to make a comparison. 
As long as a person who must jump with a parachute does not jump out into the void, he cannot feel that the cords of the parachute will support him because the parachute has not yet had the chance to open. One must first jump, and it is only later that one feels carried. And so it is in spiritual life. God gives us, gives in the measure that we expect of him, says St. John of the Cross. And St. Francis de Sales says, the measure of divine providence acting on us is the degree of confidence that we have in it. This is where the problem lies. Many do not believe in providence because they've never experienced it, but they've never experienced it because they've never jumped into the void and taken the leap of faith. They never give it the possibility to intervene. They calculate everything, anticipate everything. They seek to resolve everything by counting on themselves instead of counting on God. The founders of religious orders proceed with the audacity of this spirit of faith. They buy houses without having a penny. They receive the poor, although they have nothing with which to feed them. Then God performs miracles for them. The checks arrive and the granaries are filled. But too often, generations later, everything is planned, calculated. One does not incur an expense without being sure in advance to have enough to cover it. How can divine providence manifest itself? And the same is true in the spiritual life. If a priest drafts all of his sermons and his talks down to the least comma in order to be sure that he does not find himself wanting for his aud- before his audience and never has the audacity to begin preaching with a prayer and confidence in God as his only preparation, how can he have this beautiful experience of the Holy Spirit who speaks through his mouth? Does the gospel not say, do not worry about how to speak or what you should say? For what you are to say will be given you when the time comes, because it will not be you who will be speaking, but the spirit of your father will be speaking in you. Let us be very clear. Obviously, we do not want to say that it is a bad thing to be able to anticipate things, to develop a budget or prepare one's homilies. Our natural abilities are also instruments in the hands of divine providence. But everything depends on the spirit in which we do things. We must clearly understand that there is an enormous difference in attitude of heart between one who in fear of finding himself wanting because he does not believe in the intervention of God on behalf of those who lean on him, programs everything in advance to the smallest detail and does not undertake anything except the exact measure of its actual possibilities, and the one who certainly undertakes legitimate things, but who abandons himself with confidence in God to provide all that is asked of him, and who thus surpasses his own possibilities. And that which God demands of us always goes beyond our natural human possibilities. There we go. Yowzers. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. This right here could be an entire silent retreat. (laughs) Sure. So for the next hour of this podcast episode, we'll be silence. There we go. Starting now. Just kidding. (laughs) Let's dive into this. I want to hear kind of some of those things that initially stood out to you, John. Sure. Uh, 
I mean, the, the very first thing, the, probably the biggest thing, this is the idea he's expounding on is, mm-hmm. it is important to know one thing. We cannot experience this support from God unless we leave him the necessary space in which he can express himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, to think that this all-powerful God of the universe in some ways is uh, held back mm-hmm. and acting in our own lives by our fear or our doubt um our Boxing lack of faith yeah well you know you could probably only do that so that's because that's all i'll ever count on you for mm. yeah like he's wanting to be unleashed but we mm-hmm. leash him up just waiting for the invite keep him in the closet mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like he's um here is a food example um it's Always like he's this example. you know five star chef or whatever mm-hmm. and you just like ask him to just like bring a vegetable tray he's mm-hmm. like i can do that Sure, I'll bring you a veg tray. But I could have yeah, done all this other stuff right. too. Right, sure. Underutilizing. Yeah, eight-course meal. The resource know. at your disposal. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that kind of, it can boil down to a, we have a discipleship problem in the church. We don't, we're not raising up disciples who really know how to live a spirit-filled, spirit-led life. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. Because I'll say this. You know, we have been trained in this now over the last couple of decades of kind of hearing the voice of of our Lord calling us out, taking the leap, taking the jump. And we have the confidence built up now to know that, yeah, he actually does fill the parachute. But I'll tell you, anytime I've been asked to jump off a ledge, it doesn't look like this scenic view I'm about to embark upon. This like gorgeous, you know, in the movies when, when I'm, th- when I hear this, I'm thinking of one of those people with like a glider who's like in the Swiss Alps and they're going to go there. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? What, what am I talking? Like a hang glider? Yeah, I think so. Where they're going to jump off this gorgeous mountain and um, float majestically through these, this beautiful backdrop and they're just going to perfectly land in a field of flowers the whole way. Yes, yes, yes. That's, (laughs) that's what I would like it to feel like if I'm about to jump Mm -hmm. and there's wind and I can relatively um, calculate that this parachute will fill like, (laughs) no, it never, ever seems like that. It's more of an abyss or Or it looks like there's like, it's in, it's like in um, end game, that cliff on, what was that planet? I don't know, man. Oh, the, the one soul. with the soul stone. <laughs> <You> gotta... <laughs> it actually just looks like jagged you have to rocks. Sacrifice That's what you bottom. love most. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks and feels like. And you leap, and you're just like, okay, I'm really hoping that it's not just a journey down. <laughs> wow. The wow. spirit asks you to do things where you kind of step to the plate and you feel a little wobbly in the knees, a little bit awkward, hesitant. You feel like you're about to die, perhaps, if you're a certain temperament, a.k.a. melancholic. You're stressed out. You might feel like you need, you're about to have an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> you feel stupid, like he's prompting you to go talk to somebody and you have no idea why, but he knows why. And then you go get in the conversation and you're exactly the person that they were supposed to talk to at that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we now know this enough where we've been trained in it, but it still feels like that every single time. Mm -hmm. Another thing that stuck out to me was uh, the way he said it. Uh, Many do not believe in Providence because they've never experienced it. They've never experienced it because they've never jumped into the void and taken the leap of faith. Mm. Um, 
it's not just a lot of times, I guess, when I've thought of a leap of faith, he's like, well, you know, I don't really know what's good, well, how that'll turn out, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, this idea, though, to jump into the void, like, I have no idea what's coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be asked of me. I mm-hmm. don't know even the outcome, but I know that I'm being asked to jump. And whatever is going to be there is what I'm going to go, go do or go through mm-hmm. or go see. Even if it's extreme humility. Oh, yeah. Or it, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that can be the scariest. But then even he even uses those. Absolutely. Perceived failures, the losses, the letdowns, the mm. setbacks. I mean, they, they become part of his this thread that he's weaving and he can use those. Um, I always find it convicting um, when it goes over the quotes from St. Francis de Sales, the measure of divine providence acting on us is the degree of confidence that we have in it. That always convicts me. And I, I just always think, oh my, how much more could God do in our world in, in and through our family and in through our life and in through our parish and if we had more confidence in him? Mm-hmm. If we really lived as if he was real and his promises are real, it just it would change it. Many, much of the time, we live that way, but not all the time. And man, mm. how much more on fire would our world be with the Spirit if we all lived like this all the time? Yeah, kind of in that Pentecost, you know, kind of that ghosty state of mind. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, we'd be. Uh, I mean, there'd be mo- mountains moving into the ocean, all that business. <laughs> Although I will say, I did um, a little bit. Uh, I knew. I mean, I knew it was a good thing. But when he says <laughs> one doesn't incur an expense without being sure in advance to have enough to cover it, ah! <laughs> what? But then, then, of course, he goes on. He goes on. He goes on to talk about budgeting. Hey, you should have a budget. Don't worry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I and I think what... And I know what he's saying. I know what, what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, is he saying here, go sign up for um, new car payments, mm-hmm. even though you don't have any money for it? Is that what this is saying? Or is it you clearly feel God calling you to start a ministry or mm-hmm. to, you know, buy these coats to take to the poor or to, mm-hmm. like... Take care of this is person, that, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really what it is, you know. Yes, it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, go just go crazy on Amazon, <laughs> and God will figure it out. No, <laughs> that's not. That's what called. This is. Yeah, that's imprudence, um, disobedience. Yeah, God can still work through that, but you know, you're forcing His hand. <laughs> no, this is assuming that you're being a good steward and and a and prudent with what's being entrusted to you Mm -hmm. knowing that if he is calling you to whatever task or work or purchasing of a home or whatnot, like he's going to show up and provide the means. And we learned that through fundraising for so many years, so many years. And then even through past adoptions um, where we clearly knew that like he was calling us towards this, but we didn't know how the money was going to come together by the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's, and you were the, you're most challenged by that. 
Would you like to talk through that a bit? Uh, sure. So if you're unfamiliar, there are I, mountains of paperwork and I guess armies of people who need to process it, uh, which all need to be paid for. Legitimate and legal yeah, yeah. and all, lots of sorts, all sorts of expenses needs, go into, um, there's things that you just don't consider uh, at first. But anyway, so there's a lot of expenses that go into an adoption. Um, they, it can get pretty pricey. And then, so for me, somebody who certainly at times can think, oh, well, there's not even enough money to do that, even though there money might be. Money has always been kind of a, a struggle. Sure. It's a little bit of some scarce, you know, scarce Even if time there is money or, in the bank, your brain somehow sees that there like, isn't. Mm, maybe there isn't. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Let's not trust that too much. Uh, so then when the numbers get bigger. Uh, it exacerbates. It seems it. maybe even more possible that maybe there's not enough. Um and so I remember with our, I mean, all the adoptions we started off. We never had, had no the money ready. We never did. Uh, you'd think. We after, had a hope and a prayer. I think after two times I'd learned my lesson. <laughs> but the third one, uh, you know, out of the blue, unex- weren't expecting it, weren't like looking to adopt. And we guys got this call about our third. And um, I mean, the timeline was shorter than ever. We just started Wallet Win. Still trying to we figure were out savings. that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, scary. oh yeah, and there's this, and it's going to be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. I wanted to say yes. I felt like I should say yes. Like, all right, let's do it, honey. But I didn't know how it was going to happen. Your body wanted to say no. Logic wanted to say no. Yeah, my mind all out. Just like, mm-hmm. ah, man, this would be great. But... And Brian, I hate, I'm going to hate this the rest of my life. But I feel like we have to say no. But then with yeah, right. But within about an hour, you kind of we had again, like you we ideas, going back to this text, out, like yeah. you brought your mind around to the reality of the situation, the truth of our God. Yeah. You, and you had some ideas and, and, and things yeah. like that. And then it, but it was, still was all theoretical. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like we're gonna do this and have this sale and this thing, and it's like, uh all right. I'm worry, I'm I do I'm pretty easygoing though, so I'll go. You are. Yeah. All okay. right, I guess if that's the plan, we'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked. And we're we're about to embark on it again. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> and the number is bigger than ever. Of course it is. It just what hasn't gone up lately? <laughs> it seems like, yeah, adoption costs um, like doubled in the last few years. I think they're paying years. everybody in eggs. I don't know what it is. It's that expensive. Oh, like chicken eggs. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're about to do it again. And that's why we are hosting our partly while we're hosting the Catholic Money Summit, um, is we we met with our this agency that we're going to be working with, mm-hmm. and they told us that we need $50,000 ready to go to be live in mm-hmm. the matching pool. And both of the air got sucked out of our bodies at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so many confirmations in prayer that like, this is actually where we're, what we're moving towards. Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't know how it's going to look, but we're doing whatever's in our power possibly hit that number because mm. you, you need to be ready yeah we you have could, to be you ready get in the room in the in the pool or whatever and then a situation I mean, come up see and that pick day. You right away mm-hmm. and then oh that baby's coming in two weeks or so was born yesterday come yeah, yeah and so the bill you, is due now you just need to yeah be ready so you for just it. don't know so you have we're trying to be as prudent and ready as possible now i don't know the journey but all the proceeds from our all access pass in the catholic money summit are 
are going towards this goal Mm -hmm. that we have no clue how we're going to reach, but we've got a plan. (laughs) And the plan is bringing value to other people whom the content in the all access pass could bless. So our path is service to others and God will take care of us. And I Mm -hmm. hope that uh, this example is a witness to you. You're going to be asked something in your life. It's probably not going to be adoption. It's going to be something else. Maybe it's going to be a ministry. Maybe it's going to be fostering. Maybe it's going to be starting a home for, um, you know, single moms. Mm. I don't know what it's going to be, but God's probably going to ask you something in your life at some point that is going to make you very financially uncomfortable. But you're going to get to watch him provide. Yeah. Or to take that job that is going to pay less, mm. but is going to reward your family or whatever it might be. Right. Be more fulfilling. And mm-hmm. then, and all these things, there's going to be like this direct, you know, like uh, payoff to use, and I can't think of a better word um, that's related to it, right? Like through this summit and through selling all access passes and all that, we look to raise money for this adoption. Yeah. But also through this, there will be so many other blessings. Absolutely. We're having these amazing conversations with folks. Oh, these about interviews. All these different so fun. facets and areas of the intersection of Catholicism and personal finance. And then being able to share that with all of you. Um, and really is facets. That is the, the word I think to use, um, right? Because that's the, the cuts in a diamond, right? And so through that, you see all the beauty that's there and the light that comes in seemingly ordinary light not much to it but as it's reflected as it's refracted really brings a lot of beauty out and so we're going to examine those cuts and see that beauty in what the church teaches about personal finance and how we can apply it to our lives Mm -hmm. yeah so if you haven't gotten your seat yet go over to CatholicMoneySummit.com. Right, John? That's right. CatholicMoneySummit.com. You sign up. The ticket's free. Ticket's so it's, free. It's going free. on June 14, 14 to 17. 17. Mm-hmm. So everything's wide open. You can watch all the talks, everything as that's going on. Yep. Totally free of charge. If you'd like some extras, if you'd like recordings to listen to or watch later after the summit's done, that's where the all access pass comes in yep. and you'll get some information about that after you, after you get your free spot. Yep. And we designed the all access pass to be very actionable. Mm-hmm. We made it kind of like a boot camp. So no matter what it is that your goal is, whether it's paying off debt, getting on the same page with your spouse, saving money, boosting your income, we put together different bundles in there so that you could just get going right now. You don't mm-hmm. have to wait for the summit. Get nope. going, get in there, get her done and start moving towards whatever that next best goal is for you. So that's, we designed it that way. And then we're going to have a couple of coaching sessions live for just all access pass mm-hmm. um, folks during the actual summit. That's so right. anyway, all right, break from the summit, wrap this up, bring it home. Sure. So again, that's catholicmoneysummit.com. There we go. All right. One last thing I wanted to um, examine here and get your thoughts on is this the very end. And we tip, we touched on it just a pinch, but I loved this. Um, You know, he's kind of going into like moving forward and what God's asking you to this. He's, he's 
comparing and contrasting these two different people. I love this. Basically, he's examining the motive. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. they look, this person could look the same on the outside, but he's examining someone of the world and someone who's a disciple and the motive of their heart. And just how um, the person who's actually trusting in God is abandoning himself with confidence in God to provide all that is asked of him and who thus surpasses his own possibilities. I love that. And then this last line, and that which God demands of us always goes beyond our natural human possibilities. Yeah. That's right there. Mm. We are called to do and be saints and have heroic virtue and to be witnesses in our world. And he can do those things in and through us. The better version of us is on the other side of these, of these regular leaps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, I think about when you're reading that, I'm thinking about St. Paul saying, you know, uh, I boast in my weakness where I'm weak, then I'm strong. Cause that's when you have to rely on, on God to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if I'm going through and it's, all right, something I do not know how this is going to happen. I have no idea how I'm going to get it done or do anything. All right. Well then I need to tag in Jesus and yep. ask him to take care of it. Oh yeah. He can do anything. Yep. So then the combo of the two of us, because I have may I have allowed him myself to tag him in i said hey come on in here he's sitting there waiting come on come on let me Mm -hmm. in let me in i've tagged him and now he can do work and he can do these amazing things through me and that's how these amazing things happen if i was just me trying to do it it probably wouldn't work Mm -hmm. and so it's yeah we have to it opens us up i love it beyond our natural human possibilities yeah he's not gonna call you to something that you're completely capable of on day one He's going to stretch and grow you and call you to do things that are way beyond your skill set, your knowledge scope. Like he's going to do it. He's going to ask you. He's going to give you stuff you can't handle. And if you are, if I'm going to say this straight, if you are living a life that you can handle right now, you are not taking enough risks and allowing the Holy Spirit any room. (laughs) That's just true. If you're not regularly failing begging him to show up (laughs) and you're just nailing everything left and right you've not left room okay there's a legitimate season where maybe he's just lining things up for you okay okay those are far and few between (laughs) most of the time struggle and perseverance and trials and endurance like this is scripture Mm. this is the journey of the saints go back to paul go back to, to peter everything they write it's all about this so Leave him room. Leap into the abyss. Let the parachute fill and grow in that confidence. Join us at the Catholic Money Summit. Get your ticket at catholicmoneysummit.com. Can't wait to see you there. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletwin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.